one. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Today, our special guest is the founder, okay? We love having founders on here. The founder and CEO of Shelter Share, Mr. Robert Washington. What's going on, man? What's up, man? How you doing, man? Thank you for having me. Man, no problem, man. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right, man. Thank you for taking time out to join us today, man. Um, I'm excited for you to share your story and to share more about your app with our listeners today, man. So let's get right into it. Tell us about your app, Shelter Share, and what inspired you to start it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Shelter Share is a mobile app that uh, I created in the past 18 months. It has basically mobilized the shelter uh, people for storm shelters. I live in Oklahoma City specifically, so uh, there is no public shelters here. So I created a way for people to find nearby shelters and be able to uh, to find shelters in need before severe weather uh, strikes. Me personally, uh, I was in a storm back in 2015. Hmm. There was a tornado coming to us. And like I say, luckily nothing happened to us. Like I'm still here right here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they recommend that you shelter in place. And I was just like, man, I can't be the only person that's dealing with this issue. Like shelter in place. And at the time I lived in a two-story apartment building. So I was like, if a tornado comes through here and it wipes out a, you know, this apartment, that's, that's kind of pointless. Right. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I decided to do something about it. Okay. So during your, your research phase, right. When did you realize there is a need for your app particularly? Like what were you finding when it came to your research? I was just finding out that everybody was like, man, severe weather is happening and people were asking for places to go. They're like, there is no public shelter here. You know, some of the churches and community centers, sometimes they'll open up their doors, mostly after the storm didn't happen, you know, just for, for resources and things like that. Uh, God forbid if something had happened to your house, mm-hmm. but there was really nothing before. But they do open them up for people to be able to get off the street, to be able to do that. Uh, so, yeah, I was just like, man, I, it, it, something has to be done. I, I, somebody has to do something because sheltering in place and people are asking for it. Yeah, um, that's. It's scary to think that, you know, in our country, those of you who don't know, we're in the United States. Um, (laughs) We have all this money and technology and all this stuff. And something as simple as having a system set up to give people locations of public shelter um, just across the United States with all the resources and money that we have. (laughs) It's just not there. It doesn't exist. And our weather, like the need for your app is great like there's stuff going on now what well, there's a hurricane that it did was that california somewhere southern california southern yeah. california but, i mean there was just what the wildfires in maui uh canada yeah, has had them in washington yeah, yeah. canada's having wild like we had our weather has been absolutely ridiculous especially over like the past maybe like i would say almost 10 years like some of the stuff i've seen like snow uh, at the wrong time, <laughs> yeah. uh, flooding. I'm just like, man, and those people need that. Uh, me being a native of South Carolina, I lived in Charleston for a while, and Charleston is um below sea level. So mm-hmm. you get tough rain, you're flooding, like super mm-hmm. flood. And there's been a lot of times where people have needed shelter and needed to relocate because 
like you said, man, if you're not in the right type of structure, sheltering in place will do you no good. I mean, there's people who've lost their homes and so on and so forth, man. So thank you for taking the time to go the extra mile to solve a problem. Definitely, definitely. I appreciate that. And absolutely, I would definitely want to expand more. Yes, again, because I had to start with the problem I was trying to solve here in Oklahoma. There is definitely ideas and room for expansion later. Uh, after a couple of stories that I've been in dropped, I started getting emails from Florida. I started getting emails from California, and I have recently gotten some from Hawaii. Mm. Everyone is asking, like, you know, do you have any shelters out in this area? And unfortunately, I, I'm only 18 months into this and haven't been able to really get outside of Oklahoma. I want to be able to help those people because it is more than just human lives as well. People have reached out as well as far as uh, like prize horses and livestock. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We live here in Oklahoma and we have a lot of prize uh, horse shows that come through here. So that has happened where one place where these horses are getting displaced, where are they going to take these animals? So people have asked me for that as well. So it can definitely expand beyond just being for tornadoes. Wow. I didn't even think about that, man. Yeah. A lot of people, I'm not a big uh animal person nothing against animals but yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i gotta i I just recently worked someone worked with someone who um she trained prize horses and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. that's all she talked about and there's some beautiful creatures but yeah Mm -hmm. like where are you gonna put them like um that's wow (laughs) i didn't even think about that like that you know you think about the people first when it comes to like a natural disaster and like where can people Mm -hmm. go but it's like you're right. What about people with these prize animals or even just regular pets? Oof. Yeah, 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 yeah. My app now, my app does have an option on there when people are are putting their private shelters or these community centers or churches go on there and they on there they they can say how much room they have or how many slots they have for people and they can say if they allow animals. Obviously, we're talking about dogs or cats. Right. Uh, we definitely we want to expand into that market. I mean, I guess if you had a prize chicken or something, somebody probably wouldn't be mad at you for that. But <laughs> you know, definitely don't come with your goats and stuff like that. But we definitely want to be able to expand to be able to accommodate people with their horses and livestock if they do get displaced because people are traveling as well so we want to be able to help those people as well yeah uh, man I'm, I'm glad that again you thought beyond <laughs> you thought beyond <laughs> and you thought ahead so one of the important things and you're doing this and we're going to definitely get into that how did you receive funding for your app or what was that process like for you and i want to bring that up because we're in the technology age and some people just don't know where to begin. Um, I have friends who dabble in apps. Um, I know some people who are thinking about doing apps. And some people don't want to share that information as to, you know, how they get that startup stuff. So could you go through that process with us? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm happy to say that I got my start by looking for accelerator programs. Accelerator programs were nothing that I knew anything about Mm -hmm. prior to uh, January of 2022. And these just some random Google searches. Like I want, I got a business idea. How do I get it off the ground? And came across uh, an accelerator program. The first accelerator program I was in was called Builders and Backers. And what you don't, these programs basically help you with your idea. They help you do customer discovery and just redefine and make sure that there's a market for whatever it is idea that you're trying to do or whatever product or service that you want to offer. Mm-hmm. So uh, that particular program I was in that is a three month program. 
And then at the end of the at the end of the program, they give you a five thousand dollar pebble fund, which is non-dilutive. So you don't owe any equity or you don't pay it back to anybody. Uh, they gave us five thousand dollars and they say, go out and test your experiment or go out and do what you have to do with whatever product and service that you was doing. So obviously I built Shelter Share. I went out and had an app created. I did that by being able to go on uh, like, like Fiverr and just found a company. Now I'm really good friends with them. I was customer number one for this particular company when they built my app. Oh. And it was built on the, yeah, it was built on the no code platform. So, I mean, it is some coding behind it, but that's basically kind of like just plug and pay, plug and play. That keeps you from having to go out and find, uh, you know, uh, a program a developer yeah. because they charge super super expensive money to a developer to have somebody code it out like literally it is very very expensive so i chose the no code route and uh that's that's basically how i did it and then just kept growing from there there are other accelerated programs that i was in like startup ou and generator those are both uh builders and backers and generator are both national programs startup ou is because of the university of oklahoma mm -hmm. but i suggest anybody if you have an idea to apply for those accelerated programs matter of fact majority of them are probably accepting applications now but apply for them if you have something because they help you tremendously not only with helping you with your product they also help you with networking and i've been in the room and talked to some people that i never would have been able to talk to otherwise without knowing some of those people from those programs sharing that knowledge man um i'm glad that that yeah. resource is available to you good job on using google some people won't do it <laughs> good job on you also not getting scammed so uh y'all make sure you're yeah. not just out here jumping on any website vet the website make sure that it's a legitimate program um even check and see if they're at the better business bureau um and mm -hmm. again you just shared another precious resource that i have used myself fiverr man all those creators and creatives on there are hungry willing to work and they do great mm -hmm. quality work i got my website built from fiverr i got the artwork from my podcast uh, well the templates for my social media got that done yep. by somebody on fiverr um yeah, I use Fiverr for a lot of things, and it's, it's relatively inexpensive. And, yeah, I, I like the fact that you shared another thing. Man, you just dropping gems. You shared another <laughs> yeah. thing with people. There are um, apps, y'all, that don't require coding. Like, it might require a tad bit, but a mm -hmm. lot of there are some that are plug-and-play. So, when once mm -hmm. someone builds it, you will have the ability to go in there and upkeep your own app versus having to continuously pay someone if you don't want if you don't want to do that. So that's something you should definitely look into because I know that that technology piece scares a lot of people off and a lot of people yeah. won't go the next step because like, well, I don't know how to code. Well, you don't need to know how to code. You do need some. Mm -hmm. te you need to be a little tech savvy, but there's another way to get things done. So thank you for sharing that, man. So absolutely, absolutely. Now you're currently doing some work with uh, an HBCU. Yeah. So basically, the builders and backers program that I was in, they're running a vertical program and they're reaching out to all HBCUs. So all HBCU programs can basically be in the same program I was doing, but it, it was uh, is going to be set up specifically for them, for HBCUs. It's no cost to the universities. Uh, all they have to do is get permission or all, all builders and backers that we have to do is get permission to say that can we run this program on the university because that's how we're doing it to get the students. They can go through the same program. They can get the same $5,000 at the end of the program to be able to uh, fund their experiment and their projects. 
So yes, definitely. That is something that is out there. Uh, I'm going to use this platform. We're reaching out to them. If you are HBCU and you, you know, somebody like that, like they need to reach out to us that, you know, and, and, to get this rolling on their campus. And that's about the best way that I can explain it. It's a great program. And again, it's going to give you $5,000 at the end for you to be able to do that. You don't have to pay back that you can help do whatever startup you're doing. And like I said, help me build a whole app, bro. So mm. yes, this is something that everybody should, should definitely look into and want on their campus. I'm going to have to make a phone call. I went to Claflin University in Orangeburg, South Carolina, which is an HBCU. So I'm definitely going to do some reaching out and, and make sure that that connection happens. Um, a lot of innovation. And it's right next to another HBCU, South Carolina State University. It's literally a fence, a fence separates the campuses. So, wow. Yeah. They, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, yeah. man. Thank you for giving back the HBCUs, man. You know, we're, you, you already know we do not get the light shined on us like we can, and we don't get the same opportunities as our counterparts. So bringing new opportunities like this is awesome just to help that next generation of people who look like us get those ideas off the ground. That's super dope, man. Thank you for being so selfless. Oh, definitely. That's the reason why I do shelter share. And that's the reason why I want to be able to help others, specifically being 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 uh, of color. These resources weren't available to us when I was younger. I'm not going to just throw my age out there, but I'm older than most. <laughs> but if, if if these resources was out there, I think we would be a lot further along yep. than than where we are now because not knowing it. And I hated that I had to get into my 40s to be like, oh, it's programs out here that I can do that because I didn't go to college. And mm -hmm. a lot of us don't go to college, but that still doesn't mean that you can't be the best version of you and i strive to be the best version of me every day and these programs have really helped me a lot because like i say they gave me resources they gave me networking opportunities they gave me confidence and they just gave me opportunities that just me robert washington walking in the room i don't think that i would have just been able to do and now i can go contact some of these people from some of these uh programs i've been in mm -hmm. and just say hey I, I was in this program i have somebody contact them and boom they put me in a room with people and then you get that you get that opportunity to make it happen and it is sometimes about who you know and not what you know and sometimes you just need to be have that right person to put you in the room with the right people the same way you and i connected like you know yeah. Thank you to, to Dr. Bash for that. And the program that me and her was in, Knew You, is another great program. It allowed us to make these connections and allow me and you to connect. So, And then here it is. It, it can connect and go further. You was with the HBCU. So, yep. man, yeah, yeah, network, man. And, and that's better opportunities for us because we don't always have those opportunities. You're correct, man. And you just said the key word, networking. You know, you didn't let the fact that you didn't go to college and that, you know, you're in your 40s. I'm right behind you, man. I'll be 39 in December. <laughs> so I'm right there. And I'm with you. And it's people like you learning something like that and going back and actually sharing the knowledge. Because much like you, I didn't really learn about a lot of stuff like this until my late 30s, doing Google mm -hmm. research. And a lot of it, it's important to get it ahead of time, y'all, because you want to start a business and you think, oh, I got to get two or three jobs and save up for it, right? And so you're spending mm -hmm. three, four years burning out trying to save money and fund whatever it is you're trying to do when there are programs out there designed to help give you the money that you need so you're not out here working two and three jobs. Because that's what I did. I'm working two and three yep. jobs. I was trying to DJ. I was trying to do all kinds of stuff. Then when you get older, you're like, wait, what? So it, it stops you and it's like, okay, well, instead of thinking on this level, 
I'm thinking all the way up here now because now I know, okay, I don't have to work 10 years to save, you know, an extra mm-hmm. 20000 to start this business. I can hop in this program and launch this thing off the ground. So it's definitely eye-opening and life-changing. And it really changes people's perspective on what's really actually possible for them, you know, versus the impossible. So again, like what you're doing is having a major impact. And again, thank you for just sharing that. Yeah, absolutely, man. Anytime I... I, I'm all about sharing the game because, like, again, just no one was there to say, hey, you need to do this, this, or this, or no one was there to say, this is even how you get your start. So the more knowledge that I get, I always want to share it back and give it back. Like, I try to get up and speak in front of anybody I can be like, hey, I need to do this. Hey, man, this is what you need to do. Here's some great opportunities that you can use to do that. And these are get you in the room with the right people to help you launch your idea. And not only that, it just gets you around like-minded people yep. that you can just go to work. You want to go to work every day. Every day I wake up and be like, I want to go do this. And if I am having a bad day or a bad moment, I still have that that people that I can call and be like, hey, this just happened to me or whatever the case may be and bounce it off of them. And they like, oh, yeah, I might have went through that and, and can just help you and keep you uplifting you and keep you moving forward. And we still also need that as black and brown people. We yes. need that confidence because sometimes we don't always feel like we belong, but we belong in those rooms and we can make it happen. We absolutely belong, y'all. So get out there, network and have the confidence in yourself. Man, Rob, I only got two more questions for you. Now, I want to okay. talk about the person who inspired you, your mom. Tell us about your mom. Man, I mean, I, I don't want to say this and be like, and make it seem like it's blasphemous, but they always have uh, the the WWJD, the what would Jesus do? My mama's name is Joanne, and I would always say, what would Joanne do, man? <laughs> yeah, what would Joanne do? Because my mama taught me how to save, man, and it was just a single mom and three sisters. I'm happy for that. Like, I, she just raised me to be an independent male, and it's hard for a woman to raise a man to be a man. And, and, and you see, I'm almost getting emotional here, but yeah. uh, just the things she just taught me, man, just to, just to yeah. be able to go out and go get it. So I, I was raised to be independent and just go out every day. But I've seen her fight and how she still went through what we went through as a family. Yeah. And she still got up and made it happen for us. So why I, I have no reason not to go, want to go out and be great. My example was her and yeah. she did it and she, she fed four of us. And then, you know, yeah, so I live every day. I do this. I do this for her. I do this for her. I do this for my kids and my wife, man. I get up. I go try to be great for them because I just want to change the narrative in my family. I want to show yes. my kids that you can do this. Like this is not, you know, you have more options than just what you think that you do. So I, yeah, my mom definitely is a big inspiration for me. Man, that's what's up, man. And I'm glad. I'm glad that you had such a strong example. I mean, you exude everything that she put into you. I mean, look at you. You're out here doing something so selfless with your um, app that you're doing and setting an example and then giving back to your own people in the HBCU community is super dope, man. So she instilled some great stuff in you, and I can see that. I just want to let you know that from, you know, one man to another, man. That's what's up. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. (laughs) No problem, man. My, my last question for you. Tell us about the Car Chronicles podcast. Oh, man. The Car Chronicles podcast is me and uh, a very good friend of mine. We grew up together. Uh, KG, DJ K Dizzle, man. Every Wednesday night on Truth Be, Tro- Truth Be Told TV. That's uh, Facebook, Instagram. You can find us there. And we jump on there every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. And we just talk about being positive, man, just black men, just giving back still, man, just 
dropping knowledge on generational wealth, just self-improvement, just mm. anything we can do, still dropping these same gems and this knowledge, man, just and, and just helping. Uh, so, yeah, every Wednesday, y'all can check us out. Uh, you can follow us. Follow me on on uh, Instagram at the Rob Rich Official, and man, we can we can do it. Like you can you can come on there. We we want to invite you on our podcast and oh, let's let's spread the love and let's 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 run it back up. But yeah, man, it's just it's fun, man. I like doing it, and like I say, we we've, we've been having some guests on there ourselves here lately, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, no problem, man. Look, I definitely am down to join. Um, and I definitely will run another episode back with you and have your buddy on. Um, I love yeah. having guests on my podcast, love having guests and just sharing your information and your knowledge with my audience. So that's what's up, man. I'm, I'm always down to connect. So thank you for that invitation. I will definitely be hitting you up, man. Absolutely. Anytime. Well, Rob, thank you so much for just sharing this information and sharing this knowledge with the audience, man. I'm going to let you get out of here. But y'all, those of you out there listening, thank y'all for tuning in and listening, man. Go out there and be positive. Don't forget to check out this accelerator program. Um, Feel free to hit us up. The information will be in the description. If you have an HBCU that you want to put Rob down with, just hit him up. Let them know so we can get this knowledge out there to these young kids. And Rob, thank you again for joining us, man. Nah, thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Not a problem. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.